Hello and welcome to episode two of Every Part of You. In the last episode, I said I was going to keep talking about the things that came up for me around the podcast, but I've actually decided to talk about being triggered by family members. And this has come up because it's the holiday time and I feel like this is when this happens a lot because we're kind of in situations where we're obligated to go see family members and different people in our family that we haven't seen for a while or that we probably wouldn't see by choice or even people that we would see by choice, but they are just triggering for us to be around. And I'm talking about emotional triggers that make you feel activated in your body, that make you feel dysregulated in your emotions, that make you feel like you don't really know how to respond and your response is usually something that feels out of alignment with who you are or who you want to be. I feel like triggers are really important. They give us a lot of information and for me, dealing with my triggers kind of head on has been a really interesting experience. And I'll explain what I mean by head on, because that sounds a bit intense, especially when you're dealing with something like triggers. My mum used to trigger the fuck out of me all the time. Even seeing her name on my phone, I would feel rage and emotionally dysregulated. And that was a long time ago now. And over the years, I was working on having a closer relationship with her and healing our relationship and repairing the pain from the past. And in order to do that, that meant being around my mum and being triggered over and over and over again. And it's a very common piece of advice that I see online that if someone triggers you, leave them alone and leave the room and don't see them again. And that triggering is this kind of bad thing that we're wanting to avoid. And while I believe that there are definitely absolutely times in which you should leave and times in which you should not return, every individual knows what is right for them in whatever situation they're in. There are also times in which being triggered are just a part of the process. And I can honestly say that my mum rarely, if ever, triggers me these days. So I believe and I know from firsthand experience that you can move through triggers, not all triggers and not with all people. So I want to tell you a story about my mum. So a couple of years ago now, we somehow got into the topic of this really icky night over, over 10 years ago that this night was, but mum and I had never spoken about it. And it was an evening where someone had almost sexually assaulted me and my mum had witnessed it. And so we're talking about this night and I was like, oh yeah, that thing that happened. And my mum kind of rolled her eyes and was like, um, I don't think that happened, Keaton. I'm pretty sure you're making that up. And in that moment, my whole body kind of froze and I felt really activated. I felt completely emotionally dysregulated. And I sat with what I was feeling and I didn't really respond. And I allowed the emotions to kind of move through me. And at this point, I'd been doing a lot of work and a lot of healing work with my mum. And so I knew what to do. I knew how to stay in my body and emotionally regulate myself. So this is a very normal and common thing in my family and with my mum in particular. She has always gaslighted and dismissed every memory basically of my childhood, anything that makes her look bad or paints her in a bad light, or if she's just not 
feeling like she likes that memory that day, she will tell me that I'm making it up. And so this is a completely normal experience. I deal with this all the time with her. And it's really important when you're sharing intense memories or traumatic things or things that were just loaded that the other person witnesses you. And my mum was actually the witness, as I said in the story. She was the one who actually saw with her own eyes what actually happened. And so for her in that moment to completely dismiss me and to tell me I'm making it up, that's when shame enters a conversation. And so it was really important for me to witness myself in that moment, to be like, I believe you, Keaton. I was there. I know what happened. It doesn't matter what your mum says or what anyone else says. I believe you. And to be solid in that. And that is a really hard thing to do, especially around a parent who has constantly dismissed or minimized or gaslighted your memories your whole entire life. So even though I'm saying that moving through triggers is possible and healing relationships with difficult family members and our parents is possible, I'm not saying that it is easy. It is one of the hardest things that I've ever done and worked through with my family, but it's also been extremely rewarding. In that moment, it was extremely triggering that she was dismissing this particular memory. And so I knew that there was something to learn in this experience and there was something for my mum to learn as well, but it wasn't in that moment when she was on the defense and I was, you know, triggered. And I also, as hard as it is, I also remembered that my mum is actually not trying to purposely hurt me. She's literally just thinking only about herself. And all she is thinking about is that memory paints her as a bad mum, and she's just not able to think about anyone other than herself <laughs> at the best of times. She does her best. And this is also not a bash on my mum. She has come a long way and had her own story. I don't want this to sound like that. This is just explaining the qualities of my mum so that you can understand this situation. And so because of the work I had been doing, I was able to stay in my body and emotionally regulate myself and then choose how I was going to respond and react after, which is one of the most disheartening things when you're triggered and then you lash out or say something or do something. And later on, the memory becomes tainted with the, with how you reacted. And you're like, I wish I didn't do that instead of actually dealing with this is the trigger and this is what hurts. And it's also something that people focus on. They're like, oh, wow, you're being crazy. Look at your reaction. And it's like, well, you actually said this or did this horrible thing to me that triggered this reaction. And it's really just a distraction from the actual event and what actually happened. So later on that night, my mom was sharing a really traumatic memory that happened to her when she was a kid, which I won't share because it's her private memories. And I'm sure she wouldn't even be comfortable with me saying any of the things I've said already. So I'll stop while I'm ahead. So later on in that night, my mom was sharing this memory and I said, wow, mom, that would have been absolutely terrifying. And we had a really good discussion about it. And then after that discussion, I said, could you imagine if before, when you were telling me that memory, I said, mm, that doesn't sound right, mom. It feels like you made that up. Like, how would you have felt if I had told you that you'd made that up? And my mom, completely unaware of what I was getting at, was like, oh my God, that would have been horrible. Like, why, why would you have said that to me? And I was like, 
that's how I felt before when I was telling you my memory and you told me that I made it up. And her eyes like widened and she just had this moment of like comprehension where she seemed to understand me, which is also back then something that used to happen very rarely. And I was like, wow, victory has been had. But I couldn't have gotten to that moment where I literally felt seen, heard and understood, which are three things that I don't feel often around my mum, if I hadn't been able to regulate myself during the first trigger. If I hadn't had had that moment where my mum triggered me and I could use that to show and teach and explain something so that she could understand me better. Because at the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is help her understand me and I want to understand her so that we can have some form of healthy relationship. And we have a very unique relationship and I'm not saying that this is how everyone should do things. This is just an example of why it's important to be able to move through triggers if that is something that feels right for you in your situation with the people that you're with. I also want to illustrate that there were countless times where my mum triggered me where there was no resolve, where there was no empathy and there was no seeing, hearing and being understood. There was just me with my own feelings and regulating myself and trying to understand how to get through it. So it was really an invaluable skill to learn how to process triggers, to be with what was going on inside of me internally and to move through the emotions that were coming up for me and then to be able to actually choose the response that I would like to react with and the words that I would like to say instead of just meeting the emotions or the energy that the other person is delivering the trigger in. And so this small seemingly small moment felt like a triumph. And one of the most empowering things is being around someone who used to trigger the shit out of you and not being affected by them. And I can honestly say that that is pretty much how I am with my mum now. And it does open up way for a better relationship. I have a relationship with my mum that I honestly couldn't have even imagined And it's still, you know, unique in its own way and it's definitely got its um, interesting moments, but it is more than what I thought it was going to be. And one of the most interesting things is you get to a place where you're like, I actually don't need the things that I thought that I needed from you. And it's such an empowering realization because it also comes with the realization that that person actually could never have given you the things that you needed and that you give those things to yourself and learn to become your own parent. And that's been one of the most empowering journeys that I have been on personally. And I also have a very similar story um, and experience with my dad, just constantly being triggered by him. And that is from a history and a past that is very dark. And they are big triggers that I am still working on today. And that's probably a story for another time. But I do want to acknowledge that there are different types of triggers And there are different types of trauma and abuse and violence and everything that we're dealing with in this conversation. So please don't think I'm minimizing triggers or how they can really feel and how big they can feel. I'm just illustrating a particular type of trigger. And if this feels like something that you feel called to do, then it is right for you. But if this feels like something that is not 
a calling for you or doesn't feel right for you, then it is not right for you. I really do put a lot of faith and power in the individual knowing what is best for them and knowing what is the right move for them. So trust yourself and trust your own judgment whilst listening to this. So if you have triggering family members and you find yourself being emotionally dysregulated and it takes you out of your body and you don't know how to respond in a way that feels in alignment and authentic for you, I've made a hypnosis that's called dealing with triggering family members. And this will help you emotionally regulate, stay in your body and take your power back and actually choose how you would like to respond to the situation. And it's also got some inner child healing in there as well. It goes for less than 25 minutes and hypnosis audios are best listened to on repeat. And so the more times you listen to it between now and when you see your family members, the better. So if you are interested in that, I will put that into the show notes for you. And I would absolutely love to hear about your experience. So if you do get the hypnosis and you go to a family event with family members that used to trigger you, please tell me about your experience on Instagram, or you can email me however you would like to do it. But I would love to hear about your breakthroughs and what happens for you. So please let me know. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.